Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah. Uh. All right, brand new episode of the Cosby Street Podcast. Joel Pavone's here. Sean Dutra's here. I am Josue Pavone. What's up, Cosway Quarantine Edition. How we doing, guys? What up? When's the last time? Uh, this is the first time we've ever done an episode where we're not in the same room, at least two of us. Yeah, uh, yeah. This is the very first time, right? Very, very right. first time. All right. Well, this is perfect because this is right after the long-awaited "The Last Dance" documentary uh, chronicling the the 1997-1998 Chicago Bulls, and it's already lived up to the hype, guys. Right? I mean, the first two episodes already. I, I can't wait for for next Sunday. Yo, give me two more, bro. That's what, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> give me two more. Give me two more. They good. Give me two more. They rock it. Give me two more. Seriously, that was that was. I, I know Sean's losing it, man. Sean loves Michael Jordan, man. I don't know anyone else that loves Michael Jordan more than Sean Dutra. So I'm sure I you love my, it. I named my maybe, kid Jordan. Maybe his mother. Liked yeah, him. that's that. That says it all. Yeah, man. Yeah, that they lived up to the hype, though. It definitely lived up to the hype, which I gotta say is uh, pretty uh, rare nowadays. When they when you when they hype it up this much and they give you that much notice about it happening. Yeah, like 17 months. Yeah, <laughs> or something like that. Fucking three in, years in, in the making, or three years. Yeah. In the, no, I bet you it was already made a long time ago. It was just it just took them like three years to figure out. Yeah, how did you hear? <laughs> did you hear how it started? Did you hear how it started? Is that Jordan? Fucking, um, he didn't. He knew the footage was there, but he didn't sign off on the documentary until the 2016 Cavs parade after they won against the Warriors. Oh, okay. And why? Why did you pick that particular moment to to say, yeah, yeah, okay, I'll sign off on the document. Well, you, I mean, there's rumors out there. Maybe he's saying that uh, he wanted to make sure that LeBron knew what 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 was what was real. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. You know what, Sean? I'm glad you said that because obviously that that's been the talk on Twitter. I mean, leading up to this, a couple of days before 
um, you, you know, that the documentary aired, everyone's talking, look, this is a generational thing here. Now you guys are going to get schooled real quick about how good Michael Jordan really was. You know, this isn't about going back on YouTube and finding clips and, and looking at stats and, and things that are available to you now and online. This is living it through his eyes and him retelling these stories. And I think that's a huge part of it for, for the next few weeks and, and seeing how that the, the newer generation reacts to, to this season and all these moments that they that they didn't necessarily weren't even alive for pretty much. Yeah, man. I mean, I think the the biggest thing that I noticed the, so I got two big takeaways from this the first two episodes. My first big takeaway is first off, <clears throat> how fucking crazy it is, how crazy it is that the two best players on arguably the best dynasty of all time really didn't get good until fucking college, bro. Like they both of them were just pretty much scrubs in high school. Like they you know, not scrubs, but like they had they weren't like the top recruits. Yo, James Worthy came in and said he was better than Jordan when he came in. You know what I mean? And then Scottie Pippen was the uh, the the uh, equipment guy. You know? And then all of a sudden, boom! They both just took off at the same same point in their in their journey. But yo, it's it's uh, it's crazy to see the development of these two like over the years. That, that was that was a big thing that I took away. And then secondly, my biggest my biggest takeaway which was sort of like the, I guess, the cliffhanger. Yo, I fucking forgot that Scottie Pippen demanded a trade that year. That's crazy. Yeah, I forgot about that, too. No, Joel definitely didn't forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait for him to chime in here. I'm like, come on, man. Sorry, Go ahead. Repeating... I know we're not in the same room together, Joel. Repeating... Come on, man. Pick up on the cues. They're repeating the, uh, the episode again. I mean, yeah, the first episode again, so I'm sorry. Oh, so uh, you're, doing this, are you doing the Sean thing right now? Sorry. Yo, are you doing the Sean thing? Sorry, you're looking at the TV screen in the middle of the podcast episode. At least you're not reacting to it. Yeah, well, I mean, at least, at least, at least in the middle of the uh, the volume on the episode. Sean That's just puts, true. Sean just puts on the volume in the middle of the episode. Like, oh, this is crazy, guys. Or he just reacts to whatever he sees on the screen. Yo, yo, yo! Look, 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 look! Yeah, it's normally because I got money on the game that we're watching while we're fucking podcasting. So no, 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 no. The best was when um it was the draft night. I think it was Dikembe Mutombo. He just ran and started screaming, "Yo, Dikembe! Yo, Dikembe Mutombo!" While is talking in the middle of like Grant Williams just getting drafted by the Celtics. Like, yo, bro, can you? Refocus it. <laughs> uh, try. I gotta try. I gotta try. <laughs> yeah, no. The um, the Scotty being underpaid, like narrative was huge. That's that off season, and Scotty knew how much he was worth. Everyone knew how much he was worth, but he just wasn't gonna get that amount. And so then he was like, "Oh, I've been walking around with the with an injury. And you know what? I'm gonna rehab on my time. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna rehab on their time because his time." Would have been like the off season, like the summer. He's like, and he literally, literally was like, "I'm not fucking up my summer." So he rehabbed mad late. Jordan was mad about it. Phil was mad about it. Everyone was mad about it. But at the same time, they understood it. Which how many how many guys nowadays would would say that they would just point fingers and and this generation would just be like, "I don't I don't care." It's always been about me, not about the team. But Scotty was like, "It's been about the team my whole career." And I should be getting paid as a number two guy on this team after after Jordan. Jordan's getting paid that last season, $33, $34 million. Yeah, but I think a lot of it had to I mean, obviously, that was, a, that was a big part of it. You know, obviously, you know, it, it was so nationally publicized about how much money he was making and how it was, how ridiculously low it was compared to 
you know, other top tier players in the NBA. But I think a lot of it had to do with what set the tone heading into that season was Phil Jackson being told this is going to be your last year, you know, that we're going to go into a rebuild. Jerry Krause saying no reason. We're going into a rebuild for essentially no reason. Just because he thought, you know what, it's time to do it. Phil Jackson, we're going to go in a different direction. And I'm just going to call the shots because that's just what I've been doing. And this is going to be a big one. Yeah. And I, I'm going to flip the, flip the page here. Yeah. Plus the, um, the rumors, the heavy like stuff being reported about how there was like a lockout coming up pretty soon, you know. So the uh, front office of the Bulls was just like, "Yo, this is the perfect time to like rebuild again." This dude Kraus was just—I felt like he wanted to like prove him to himself and to everyone else, like, "Yo, I can do this again without someone like Michael Jordan or Scottie Pippen." Well, it's because he didn't get enough credit too. But yeah, I, I'm with you. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, yeah, I'm the architect of this thing." Ready? He, he was the. Oh, uh, he did. He did. <laughs> Ask him. Well, you can't, but you know. Yeah, he right, didn't draft yeah. Jordan. He <laughs> yeah, didn't draft him. Jordan. Tweet at him, swear. You know what I mean? He was the architect, though. You know, I mean, that's why. He wanted more credit. He, he was tired of it being all about the players. But at that time, it was like, well, what do you? how much credit do you want here? You know? Yeah, yeah, but he didn't draft Jordan, man. Like, Kraus, I don't, I don't know, man. I think <laughs> the funny thing is that. Well, I mean, he came a year later, but okay, but. Yeah, 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 right. He did, but like he did make a couple. Sanchez <laughs> is not giving him that one. Like, no, nah, you didn't draft Jordan. <laughs> you did everything else, but you didn't make that pick at number three. You know, <laughs> yeah, man. Easiest you know, fucking pick of all time. You didn't make that. Bro. <laughs> you did didn't not do make it. it. Nope. <laughs> Yo, and I don't, I don't nope. understand. I don't understand. I, I I also don't understand how like how the fuck did. <laughs> <laughs> did they draft? Did they draft Michael Jordan? And they, then the ownership was just like, you know what? I'm going to sell the Bulls. Yeah, like I just drafted yeah, this yeah. guy, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to sell the Bulls, and we're going to uh, give it to somebody else. You know what I mean? <laughs> he was probably thinking, yo, Casey's trash. Let me sell high right now. Fuck it. Well, I mean, Cash yeah, his, his, uh, his his sophomore year didn't didn't uh, it didn't start off good because he broke his foot. So they're like, oh well, let me uh, let me let me let me get out of this investment before I it might it might go from bad to worse here. Because there was, you know, all the speculation that he was not going to be the same guy anymore. Because he, well, number one, he came back earlier than he should have, but I didn't really necessarily. Uh, it didn't even matter. But yeah, those owners that sold the the Bulls in '85, dumb, dumb move. Yeah, that was a bad, bad business investment. Also, uh, uh, I th- I do think it's interesting how how uh, Kraus is ma- being made out to be like. Just the dirtiest, fucking, ugliest, fattest guy in the world. <laughs> right out the gate, too. They right out the gate to talk about Because you know why? You know why? Because Jordan has fucking, <laughs> fucking rights, like last say rights to everything. And he's like, no, Kraus is going to be made a bitch here, all right? We're going we're gonna to tell him about it. <laughs> no one get him a birthday present. No one do that. <laughs> yeah, him. Don't even fucking say happy birthday to him. Yo, and then yo, I really wish the the cameras on the bus when Scotty Pippen just fucking cursed that motherfucker out. Bro. I want to know what the fuck they said. <laughs> like just the look on Bill Wedding Wellington's face when he was talking about it, and you know he dropped some shit, bro. <laughs> like, you know he probably called him like a pedophile or some shit. Bro. Like, he he loompa, the motherfucker, you. Yeah, yo, he definitely went yeah. somewhere. That you just ain't supposed to go, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Won't you fucking pay me, you prick? <laughs> this is what I signed up for. This is what I want, man. I'm just waiting for the, the, the Dennis Rodman episodes, man. Those are going to be the best ones. Those yeah. are going to be the most interesting ones. When he's, like, missing, and the team's trying to find him, and the game is, like, three hours away, and they don't know where he's at. Like, I want those kind of stories. And all of a sudden, he just shows up. <laughs> and, and just, dress. like, grabs 23 rebounds. 
and goes off. <laughs> yeah. We just, we just, you know, came in upon a decision that just we just let him do whatever he wanted to do as long as we knew he was going to come come back for games right on time. Because think about it, you got a disgruntled Scotty Pippen. You got him going through all that. You know, he's he's working his way back, but taking his time. You got Dennis doing whatever he wanted because from what I've seen, especially the last Dennis Rodman uh, documentary, Thirty for Thirty. This is the craziest year of his of his career, essentially. This year is yeah. when he was just going nuts, partying all every single day throughout the season, but still showing up to work like nothing happened. So, you know, to see that and to see Scotty being described, you know, this whole thing unfolds, it's going to be good. Yeah, Jordan, too, because he felt like, like, why do we have to end it? Until somebody beats us, then, you know, it is what it is. But he's like, we're on top of the world right now. Right. He didn't want to rebuild either. Yeah, he definitely didn't want to rebuild, and he didn't want to play for anybody that wasn't Phil Jackson. Yeah, man, and that that you know sort of stings though, a little bit because I really do feel like Brady could have been a little more vocal oh, wow. sometimes. You know what I mean? It sort of reminds me of that real quick. You know, wow, it does. That that, it does. that, that happened quickly. We, we went there already, huh? Yeah, man. I'll, I'll get off. Yep. I'll get off real 20, quick. 20 but, yep. Yep. You no, know, it still stings. It still stings. No, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. We got you. Yeah, you got the floor. <laughs> No, 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 don't be afraid of the floor, just take the floor. Yeah, man. Yo, I'm just saying if Brady was a little more like Jordan, no, when Jordan said, yo, we are entitled to defend it until we lose it, you know, like that would have been nice to hear, bro. (laughs) Just giving a, you know. I'm pretty sure when Jordan said what he said, though, they weren't like, you know what, Mike, I think you can do it with, you know, straight out of high school players or, you know. Don't, yeah, don't have Brady, experience Brady in the playoffs at all. Brady didn't, Brady didn't say nothing, bro. Brady didn't say nothing. That's the thing. Uh, also, too, the Scotty Pippen contract, that's the worst fucking contract to ever sign in your entire fucking life. Yo, you're getting <laughs> what? paid $2.8 million. The sixth highest paid player on the on the, uh, on the the Bulls and the, what, 100 and like 138? Yeah, something. something like that, yeah. Highest paid player in the league. Meanwhile, like, in today's NBA, in today's world, that whatever ranking Scotty was back then, a player now is making like four times that, five times that. Yeah, because they wouldn't allow you to sign like his agent. What the fuck? You know what I mean, bro? Yeah. What, his agent let him sign that contract? Yeah. Bro, he, <laughs> he, could, he couldn't even explain it. <laughs> he had nothing to say about it. <laughs> He's like, 18 million sounded like a lot of money at that time, bro. I'm like, you know, whatever. <laughs> He's like, I needed to guarantee those, you know. I mean, I get that one point, whatever mil a year, dude. Don't worry about it. I love how everyone's tuning into this. Like, it's game one of the NBA Finals. Know, right? How much people miss basketball? Yeah, bro. Like, everyone's been hyped up about this. <laughs> the best thing ESPN has done in in in, uh, in years. Yeah, we're gonna. I mean, what else is what else is there to watch, man? I'm, I'm all I'm, I'm all Netflixed out. You know, there's nothing else that. I can really binge watch that I can think of off the top of my head. I mean, what are you guys been watching besides the same old stuff that you just see regularly on TV? No, same I movies. Think, I think I hit rock bottom today, bro. I what happened? What did you? Today. What did you? Uh, what did you end up watching? I watched. Uh, remember that show on ABC that used to be on called Wipeout? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, they I had did. reruns, and I watched about three episodes in a row, bro. Yeah, what, was, nev- what network bottom. is showing reruns of that? I ABC. don't even know. Don't even know. <laughs> don't even ask. Don't even fucking. I don't know. I watched the game show network, maybe. Maybe, maybe. But I watched it and I was like, "Wow, this show fucking blows." People used to legit love that show. Like, like remember we we're in DR, we were, we were trying to play that. Uh, we we're trying to win that contest in the water. Remember? 
No, yeah, that was like Wipeout, yeah. yeah. That's what everyone kept saying, and I remember people being like, oh, I used to love that show. I'm like, people really used to watch that show. I just remember seeing the commercial, because it was, you know, when you watch NBA on ABC on Sundays, you see the commercials. Yo, by the way, you guys you guys peeped the uh, 2002 Pierce versus uh, uh, the Nets, the little comeback. I did, I did. Right before, I did. Right before the, the thing dropped. That's perfect, yep. perfect programming by fucking uh, by NBC Sports Network, man. Yeah, man, a little appetizer. It was perfect. Game three, comeback. Each conference finals comeback. I watched that. Doesn't get better times. than that. <laughs> That's been on a lot of times. In the last, yeah, last year, but you know, yeah, but when it hits now, it hits better, bro. When it hits now, man, I I've watched every single second. You know what I realized in that game? Not to get off the Michael Jordan thing, but I told Sway this. Yo, Tony Batiste sucks, bro. <laughs> he was a starting center. Yeah, he man. sucks. Yeah, yeah. Without Tony Batiste, Paul Pierce might not be here. Tony Bettini and his brother saved Paul Pierce's life. That's their whole. That was their whole purpose in life was to save Paul Pierce. All right. Well, so all thank stab- God for both. Yo, of them. Yo, all stabbings aside, though, like, oh, I, I kind of oh. see where Sean's coming from because, like back then, I was telling him too. If you could grab seven rebounds a night, like you had a job in the NBA. Nowadays, that doesn't always cut it. Yeah, you got to nah. do more. Otherwise, Jared Sullinger would still be in the league right now. Like if if it was all about rebounding, Sully would have a team right now. Yeah, he was like a skinny, skinny Jared Sollinger. You're right. Well, I, I, well, without I don't a know jump that, shot, without yeah. a jump shot, without a jump shot, without a jump shot, maybe. So not something so like not, that. Not Jared Sollinger. Yo, Sully. Yo, did you see how Joe Klein made a you know a little bit of an appearance on there? <laughs> yeah, what? Joe Klein was <laughs> on the ball, one. Right? Yeah, he was. Uh, yeah. The last, that last run, that last uh, championship or two. I yeah. did see him. Those last three years, everybody was jumping on that team just to get a championship. Fucking Robert Parrish, John remember? Sally, yeah, he, he yeah. Fucking Robert Scott, Parrish. Scott Burrell, Scott Burrell. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yo, I'm still waiting for the Luke Longley episode, man. That's gonna be a good one. That's gonna be a great yeah. one. That's gonna be a great yeah. one. He's a uh, Australian, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, they go. They said the they go down under for an episode, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> throw some, uh, they went to go throw some shrimp on the baby. All right, all right, here we go. <laughs> so you know another thing I noticed in this episode is that Reinsdorf reminds me a lot of the guy from uh, oh, what the fuck's that show called with Jason Bateman and he's like a comedy it's a movie or <laughs> Jason show? Bateman. The show, the the kid from not, the kid not, from Superbad's in it. Oh, um. Uh, Arrested Development. Arrested Development. Oh, yo, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. exactly that yeah. dude for Arrested, yeah. the dad for Arrested Development. Yeah, yeah, he's mad that funny. Was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking at him like, bro, this is you. That's <laughs> funny. This is you. <laughs> What's going on over there, man? Fucking earthquake, bro. Jesus, bro. Yeah, get it no, together. One, it's not one thing or another with the mic with you. Now it's your fucking. Your screen, get it together over there. What's this guy's deal? Yeah, you know, uh, just trying to get used to this Skype life, bro. You know, <laughs> what is your deal? Yeah, what else happened in the episode? What else happened in the episode? You guys think his uh, his gambling issues are gonna pop up at some point or another? No, no, I don't. I think Maybe. I, no, I don't. I don't. Maybe it will, bro. I probably won't. Dude loves Jordan. No, this no. It's, uh, and I'm not denying he had a problem, but he's had editorial rights on the whole thing, bro. You know. No, no wonder you love Joy. That's another reason, man. This guy's a fucking gambler. 
Sean's like, that's my favorite part about him. Oh, I know. I know. I know <laughs> He's an all right basketball about. player, but, uh, you know, yeah. he's gambling, though. Basketball's second. We didn't talk about the Celtics shit. Oh, what? The, uh, the him going off of 49 in game 60, one and then 63 in yeah. game two? Oh. Yeah, man. Let's talk about it. I mean, I knew that Jordan went off for 63. And by the way, they dropped that LL Cool J song right when he was dro- when he was doing that 63 point oh, shit, man. man. That was the best, the best LL song ever. That was that, my first song about. Yeah, definitely. definitely. That, you guys have been serious, man? Yeah, man. I mean, I don't know if it's my favorite LL Cool J song, but I mean, it was still fire in the episode. It's not better than Mama know? Said Knock You Out. Nah, that one's better, man. He raps harder on it. I mean, Mom's gonna knock you out. I mean, obviously that's his biggest. That's his biggest song. It's a better song, but like, I was never a big LL guy. But in terms of like yeah, rapping, yeah, he really raps in that one. That was good. Right. Yeah, man. I mean, I just thought it was cool that they played that song. I Yo, the, the best, the best part of that was uh, how mad Bill Walton was. Man, he was so upset. <laughs> he, he, he was he so just like, mad, bro. He just like Bill was cursing me out. Like he was really upset. <laughs> Yeah, he saw pointing at him. He's like, "Yo, stay in front of him, man! What the fuck?" And they get he caught him in the switch. You see his, you see his knees buckle. Oh, hilarious! Like, I'm not supposed to play until the next series. God, <laughs> it's the first round. <laughs> Come on, I'm Danny. Exhausted. Get your shit together. <laughs> I'm the sixth man of the year. Okay, I'm heard of. Be looking like this on the first round against a 22 year old kid. Okay. <laughs> hey, Bill Walton here, Celtics, 1986. You're listening to the Causeway Street podcast. Yeah, thank you, Boston, for my life. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for my life. Thank you, Boston, for my life. And that's, yeah, the, yeah, and that's supposed to, that's supposedly the like the the year. It was um, in terms of like the best teams of all time that year, 86, right? 86 Celtics. And and like Jordan gave him more more of a hard time than anybody else during that year that run. Yeah, man. Yo, Jordan gave him the business, man. All over the Boston Garden, he was hitting shots everywhere. That was crazy. I want to watch that game. Yeah, NBA TV needs to play that game in its entirety. That's what I want to watch again. Yeah, I think they did. I think I, yeah, I, I think did they see did. that. I definitely saw that. Yeah. The Celtics game, yeah, they yeah, did yeah. that. They, the the game two, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they didn't play game one, which is, I think, like the little hidden gem here. He put 49 up in game one, bro. Like, yo, yeah, what? That's crazy. Yo, and the, you know what? The, another crazy thing is, dude, the seven minutes per half or minute restriction. How the fuck are you supposed to do anything in seven minutes? That's ridiculous. I don't care if you got a fucking torn ACL. Just either don't play him or fucking play him for at least at least 10 minutes a half. Seven minutes is ridiculous. Yeah. Yo, then shout out to John Paxson, bro. I was going to say, I was just about to say, like, good thing Paxson hit that Paxson, shot. John Paxson, bro. We wouldn't have had this memory if we fucking, uh, if John Paxson didn't hit Did that shot. Did you see Jordan lose it? Jordan was like, yes, word. All right, cool. Finally. <laughs> He's like, I thought this game was over. Right. Yo, and how about Somebody the coach? Somebody else hit a clutch shot. How about the coach being like, uh, Michael, I want to play you, but if I do, I'm going to get job. fired yeah. on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> He's saying he just went... It just went to show you even further that they were trying to tank for the draft. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I will lose my job if I put you back. Every, and like, every Mike, analyst, Michael, everyone was Jordan. just like, Michael shouldn't be playing at all. <laughs> He's done. Let him, let, him, let him come back next year. He's like, what the fuck wants to come back? What do you want me to do? I like how Jordan put zero blame on the coach. He was like, ah, oh, if I can get it, I wouldn't have played it if I was going to lose my job too, man, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he just, it was like, yeah, there was 30 seconds left in a game, and he was like, you're at seven minutes now, Mike. <laughs> That's one of, the, one of the greatest performances ever, 
and Boston, man. Yes, at that point, at that point, it was, was the it was the highest uh, points uh, in a playoff game of all time. Yeah. I Sean and I were that's the most against we're, any. We were at the we were at the most the historic Devin Booker night. Well, that was in a Boston Garden, but I think I don't know who scored more than sixty three in the playoff game since then. No, but no one else. I think that's still the highest for in a playoff game against the Celtics. In a playoff game, yeah, I guess. In, in, in a playoff game of all time, in a playoff game of all time, that's that's still the most. So I think that's still the highest in the playoffs. The most I've seen is fifties. It's Michael Jordan. It's Michael Jordan, guys. It's Michael Jordan. Kevin Durant almost. Kevin Durant almost got it mm-hmm. when he had a thirty-eight point first half against the Clippers, but uh, but he didn't. I saw. I saw a crazy, crazy uh, stat before this. Uh, the first episode that um, Michael Jordan, the uh, the year he won the scoring title, and he was scoring like more than thirty-five points a game. He only made like. Less than twenty three pointers that whole year, and now that yeah, uh, yeah Harden Harden is like, you know scoring like thirty four thirty five this season, and he's already made like you know three hundred three pointers already three pointers yeah. <laughs> yeah wow it's crazy yeah the game has changed man you know what the crazy thing is too like watching some of the footage yo college didn't even have a three point line back then for like Jordan's no. first season I didn't see a three point line no yeah before no yeah before, yeah it wasn't until after Jordan made it to the to the pros at the added. Yeah, because the NBA started in in what, like the early eighties? Like eighty one, something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Just imagine if like guys like Larry Bird used it more often. Yeah. You know, Larry Larry's attempted like two, three, three pointers a night. Yeah. Yeah. But like he could hit like seven or eight if he wanted to, bro. Like he if wanted they, to, but if he but that wasn't part of the way exactly. the game was the game played. Wasn't exactly. The game wasn't played. The game wasn't played. It was just that like was that. Just get the ball in the hoop somehow, and then you know, people just found a way to do it without really incorporating the three point shot too much. No, and it is crazy too because like when Bird was in that documentary tonight, he was like, "Yeah, we had three seven footers, and you know we had two studs guards, and then he had me as a small forward." Which nowadays it'd be like, "Yeah, we got two stud guards, and we got three swingmen, uh, you know, and we don't have any seven footers. Like we don't care, you know." Yeah, we got a perimeter big man. Yeah, so, uh, you know, takes we, it in, takes, gets in the paint, gets in the paint every now and again. But uh, his bread and butter is the perimeter. Yeah. Hey, you know what I love about bread and butter? When you toast it. Yeah, man. <laughs> what the fuck? When the when the butter melts on that. Toast, <laughs> he said, bro, "Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yo, when you when you when you put that butter on the toast, but it's like hot enough, it melts the butter right away." Wow. <laughs> That's the best. And then that's you just that's the it, only way I have it. It's the only way. There's no reason. There's no reason to have it any other way. Yeah, but when you cut it in the triangle, though, and you just look at it, you're like, oh, yeah. You got so excited again, your phone fell down again. Yeah, why do you keep dropping your phone, man? Like, you're not even relax. holding it. It's falling. I'm trying to figure this shit out, bro. Jesus Christ. Did you move the table? <laughs> no, you're man. Not, like, uh, are, you, are you not used to today? The, the new world, man. Not used to the new world. Come on, get quarantine, quarantine, social distancing, social distancing. Yeah, man. I've done more Facetimes. This is twenty twenty. I've done more Facetimes than I ever wanted to do in my entire life, bro. I don't oh, even know. Oh, that's right. Yeah, like your your day to day work schedule is, is it involved meetings and shit and conferences. Well, I'm not gonna lie, so I, I think it should be better. <laughs> at it right, right now. Well, see, see, I got the laptop. The laptop just stays where it is, so it's good. But now. 
Uh, so everyone knows what I'm dealing with. I'm dealing with a fucking iPad now. Okay. Uh. <laughs> this thing's slippery when wet, so I don't know, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a mind of its own over here. Oh, my God. As I told you on Twitter, I'm finally doing something about my weight and my health. I found a solution for weight loss, and it's Awaken 180. My friends in the media told me about Awaken 180. It's their go-to program to lose weight without killing yourself in the gym or taking any kind of medication. Just listen to the success stories. My boy, Kyle Draper, he dropped 30 pounds. Andy Grish dropped 105, and that's not it. Scott Zolak, Steve Logan, Dan Reeves, Dr. Laura R. Carmen, and add Cedric Maxwell to the list. It's only been about three weeks, and I've already dropped about 15 pounds. Turn these trying times into a reason to get healthy like me. Call Awaken. Receive the same one-on-one coaching I'm getting at home or on Skype. Also access 1,000 recipes and tools you need to your weight loss from the company who has revolutionized the weight loss industry. Set up your first consultation today at awaken180weightloss.com. All right, well, let's wrap up this episode the way we wrap up every single episode here on Causeway Street. Quarantine edition, in case you missed it, you know it's been a while. Top 25 episode, part two coming up next week. But we didn't do it for the last episode, so we're here, here we go, Joel. You're back. In case you missed it. 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 The last one you had was huge. It actually announced that the NBA was shutting down or being suspended for the year. So Yo, is anyone, let's is see anyone, if you can talk that one. Does anyone have any uh, uh, sympathy yet for Rudy Gobert? Because I don't. Yeah, man, I've always had it for him. <laughs> well, apparently, uh, everybody's freaking out. Donovan Mitchell is like, "Yo, it's gonna take a, it's gonna take a lot to repair this, this, uh, this relationship here." Because he's still fucking pissed off. If y'all didn't know. Yeah, but I love how people are taking it to another level, saying like, "Oh, now he, you know, he could ask for a trade, man." Donovan <laughs> Mitchell know, right? could be, could be heading out, or it could be Gobert. It could be trade. Yeah, that's what. I, yo, I, I saw so All right, many guys, about, settle down. Come on. <laughs> I saw so many things about Gobert trade rumors to the Celtics, and I was like, yo, this is not a real thing. No, no. First no, off. It's a simulation, guys. It's just, just, just you know, play along. First off. <laughs> hey, we've got nothing off, else to talk we about. We've got nothing else. You know, we can just speculate all we want. Governor Baker wouldn't even let that happen, bro. All right? <laughs> <laughs> and then you got you got uh, Anthony Davis. He's selling his, selling his house, so... Uh, that's going to be all tired of speculation. All right, he's going, he doesn't want to be in L.A. anymore. So he's out. Yeah, is Joel sneaking in in case you missed it before, in case you missed it? No, no, no. So, I'm just you know, oh, right. throwing in a little little Little, so little nuggets. nuggets? A little nuggets. bonus? A little nuggets. All right. little nuggets. Sean, what, what's going on again? What's happening? Yo, is that true, Sean? That's all up in my ear. What? There's always <laughs> one guy, man. There's always one guy. Wait, this is in your ear? Yes. Well, yeah. Uh, yes. To my, oh, to my ear, too. Yeah. It's in the listeners' ears, too. Yes. They don't like it. They don't like that. Nope. I no. just touched the fucking iPad. I well, don't see what yo, the, no, the listeners true. hate that more than anything when you do that. <laughs> please, please stop. <laughs> stop it. Oh, gonna touch it again, guys. Stop that right Get now. ready. <laughs> All right. In case, in case you missed it, the NBA and the uh, and 
SBPA have agreed to withhold 25% of every player's salary beginning on May 15th. And Sway, you need to change the battery on your uh, smoke detector there when you get a chance. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's because that motherfucking thing's been working overtime with all the Carry on. This motherfucker's been frying. All I hear you is, know he sets all I hear is every, the fucking every, alarm like, every time he frying. Yeah, it. every like 20 seconds all I hear is beep. Yo, has it been like that the whole episode? <laughs> Most of the episode. That's no, it hasn't. Shut up. Every 20 <laughs> seconds? That's ridiculous. <laughs> Come on. Nah, it's about every seven minutes. I've been timing it. All right, now we've got to wrap this up soon because everyone's going to notice now. All right, Joe, go, keep going. <laughs> Jeez. So, in case you don't know what that means, beep. In case you don't know what that means, players will receive their full paycheck. Their last you know, guys, with paycheck. the coronavirus going on, you know, it's hard to get batteries. You know, you go to the store. No one's judging you, bro. They don't just, have any batteries. Go to another we store. Just figured, we just figured we pointed out. We just have the same kind that you're looking for. <laughs> it's not double A's I'm talking about here, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the block. It's the, it's the nine volt, for God's sakes. It's yeah, it's the nine. Yeah. yeah you know it's what? a harder one to find. No, yeah, we just. Weird. Yo, no, no. It's, it, it is hard to find because Sway is one of the only people in the world that has a smoke detector in his fucking house, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's super, super rare to find those batteries for smoke detectors, you know? I, I'm talking I, about I, I, during I when there's a, a, single a one pandemic going on, Sean. Not talking about it, all right? Alright. Yo, maybe if you stop maybe if you stop buying those Dollar Tree batteries, bro. I don't know if right. you know this or not, Sean, but like people tend to freak money. out a bit about things like this now. So I guess just the, buy stuff. So I guess the double pack for like ninety nine cents. <laughs> he, wonders, like, he wonders why they don't last. They're like, you know, it's actually seven volts, but <laughs> seven point it'll 5? do the trick. It'll do the trick. All right, Joe. I'm sorry. I interrupted you. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. I was just watching. I just watching the Blazers uh, select uh, Sam Bowie instead of Michael Jordan. But I digress. Beep. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. So for those of you who don't understand why the NBA and the uh, Players Association have agreed to salary deductions, it's because <laughs> now I can't stop hearing it. Now it's uh, pretty much. The fact that um, if the season does end up getting canceled or any games get canceled because, you know, we're still still unknown if that's going to happen or not, then the, uh, the NBA doesn't want the players to be to go several pay periods without getting paid at all, without no paycheck. So this is going to go through like November, December of next season. If there is a next season, who knows? And uh, so it's just spreading out. Yo, there's going to be a next season, bro. What well, it's going to be delayed. It could be delayed, too. You know, Adam, Adam, Adam Silver did say that, that, you know, he can't make a decision right now on the league picking up where it left off because oh, they want to, like, check off all these, like, thresholds. Like, if new infections come down. If there's gonna be like a vaccine available for you know COVID nineteen, yeah, but you guys, you guys both know what that means, though, right? What that what that means is we're gonna wait to see two other professional leagues do it first, and then we'll follow suit. We have to be like the third or fourth major league to, to come back because this whole thing started with Rudy Gobert and and Donovan Mitchell. Like, if you're the NBA, you cannot have this happen again, whether it's a player, a coach, or even an official at this point. Like, you guys 
they're on quote unquote thin ice because if this does happen again, then they, then you're talking about being shut down for longer than we can even imagine. Well, I know, but I mean, just it's kind of like a um, like a uh, like a, a savings, sort of speak. Like if games do get canceled, they're gonna get the money back. Just like later on in the in the calendar year. It's not like they're not going to get paid at all. It's just like we're going to yeah, we're going to put this away for a rainy day because if games are canceled, we're not going to just not pay you guys. It's not on you. It's like it's in this 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 this, this thing that I'm talking about is in the current CBA, so they have to follow. The NBA has to follow the current CBA or the Isn't or, it? The or you can have a lockout for real. It's the act of God clause, right? I've heard that today. It's yeah, it's like it, it, it covers it covers pandemics and, ep- and epidemics and shit. Yeah, yeah, stuff that's yep. out of out of their control, like you know, weird circumstances, like what we're going through right now. So the NBA, yeah, well, the NBA, to a certain extent, they're covering their asses, but the the players' association, they're agreeing to this. So whatever, everybody's covered as long as far as I as far as I can see, as far as I'm understanding this. And uh, hey, Adam, Adam, Silver, Adam Silver too with his press conference the other day talking about you know um, he doesn't want to put a timeline on anything because. It's every day, you know, the, the, the deaths are, the death numbers are rising more, you know, uh, cases are rising. Um, I mean, you hear in Massachusetts numbers are going up. Players want to be safe, obviously, even though the stupid states like Florida have decided to reopen and Texas is, you know, following suit. Yo, fucking Trump, <laughs> bro. I'm fucked that. Dude, bro. No, seriously. <laughs> At least the Seriously. governor here in Massachusetts is like, no, we're gonna fucking we're gonna open when we decide we're gonna open. We're not gonna decide based on whatever everyone else is doing. It's like if we feel safe here, if things are going the way they're supposed, if this shit gets under control, then obviously people can begin to <laughs> come outside their houses. But until then, it's like fuck, you know, you can't do something just because someone else is doing it. And I think the NBA, I think even if other leagues decide to play, like the MLB for for instance, it looks like they're gonna probably be the first league to. uh Open up shop. The NBA is not going to follow unless they feel safe. Well, the MLB is going to be the first league because they haven't had any impact at all on this whole thing because they were in off season pretty much. You know what I mean? Like really, yeah, they were in spring training, but no one really goes down there. You know, not, it's not like they're having full fifty states involved in their fandom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I, I did think it was interesting to hear that uh, the MLB is like gearing up. To, to to do the testing to do that al- alternative testing that uh, would be would be a huge thing for MLB. Could you imagine if it was just baseball going on right now? I'd watch every fucking baseball game there is, bro. Well, I think that's what's gonna it's gonna boil down to at some point for some of these leagues that yo we could take advantage and just be the first league to open up again or resume or start our season because all eyes will be on us. Yo, Major League Baseball needs that more than anything. Yeah, more right. than anything, Major League Baseball you're needs right. that shit. You're right, but the NBA too. They're like, they're also looking for you know large amounts of uh, testing being available. That right now that's not the case. Well, there's like a some weird test that came out of like Stanford or whatever that the MLB is testing right now, and they have ten thousand people in their organization partaking in this test. Hmm. Well, should be interesting within the next few, couple of weeks or so. All right. All right, Joe, what else we missed? In case you missed it, Jason Tatum, ladies and gentlemen, Sean's boy, loves to drink 
fruity ass wine. No, I'm kidding. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a fact, bro. That's a fact, man. I've been following this guy on Snapchat. For those who've been following him on uh, Instagram and Snapchat, apparently. He's Yo, he likes cupcake hey, wine. There's there's two things there's two things about this guy that I know is true. He's a he's a great dad. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. very true, very true. He's a great dad, but his drinking choices are suspect as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different generation, Sean. Come on, man. Yo, they they drink differently. He's right? only been this, drinking for a little bit over a year, Sean. Come on, he's mother- a new. He's new to the game. I, okay, yeah, he's trying things out. Yo. He's a free agent when it comes to the uh, the drinking game. Okay. Well, you know what? When I was a free agent, you know what I drank? Coors Light and Pop-Off. Vodka. <laughs> All right? <laughs> quite, the, uh, Just, quite the hangovers you had to deal with the next day, huh? Yeah, exactly. But, you know, the the sweet wine choices, man, the Riscatos, the Cupcake Riscatos. <laughs> yo, that's legitimately what I get for Paula, bro. Like, that's like the chickiest <laughs> drink in the world. The Mike, and that's the Mike like, Hard Lemonades. <laughs> Yo, all I want, like, and before this, too, before this, too, he's been snapping about his wine cooler obsession, too, which I think we had a discussion about before. Yeah, so you were, you you were couple, upset. You weren't happy. When you would couple the wine coolers with the Riscato and then double down on the cupcake Moscatos, I got a little bit of a problem with it. I, I can't, you know, I can't imagine him pulling up a pop-off bottle. <laughs> his next Snapchat yeah, story. Yeah, like, all right, guys, y'all have been complaining. Y'all have been making me feel like crap about my. He has a choices. video of, of of him pouring a, a lemonade mix into Yo, the, the pop off bottle the way Yo. the way Sean used to do it back in the day. Yo, that was back mix in the day. That shit got you. That that was hey, no no room to dilute the liquor down, bro. No, That's no. Sure. Just straight vodka sour. The day the Dude day Sean style. the day Sean sees. Tatum, you know, cracking open like a Miller Lite, he's going to lose his shit. No, Miller Lite, bro. That's what I mean. Like, even if he just... Oh, you know what? I'd even be cool right now with, like, a red wine. Like a, <laughs> like a Cabernet sangria? or, like... Now, you know what? You no, know, actually, Sangria would just make it all worse. <laughs> There'd be all types of fruit popping out of that thing, bro. Like, you know, that'll just make it way worse, bro. That'll just make it way worse. But I'm talking about, like, if he just... If he just is like, yo, I love this... Uh, this is my favorite Cabernet or like Merlot or I don't know. <laughs> like, Any, I'm okay. like anything, he literally you know. anything else, right? <laughs> like literally I'm okay if he just drinks wine, but he doesn't have to drink the fucking sweet chick wine, bro. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. Just well, seems, seems other, like an interesting choice. Other than uh, Tatum's uh, alcohol beverages of choice. There's nothing else. He also... Has not touched a basketball in over a month. Actually, he hasn't touched a basketball since the Celtics' last game back on March 10th, guys, when the uh, when he scored 30 points in a uh, comeback win against the Pacers. And the reason being, he doesn't own a basketball and he doesn't own a basketball hoop. What is up with this generation not buying or having access to their own court slash hoop or whatever the case may be? Get a fucking hoop in the driveway, for God's sakes. Yeah, but is it really the same thing? I mean, let's face it. Even if they did have it, you're not playing contact ball. You're not even getting like a three-on-three in. Never mind full-on five-on-five. You know what I mean? It just doesn't work here. I mean, if if we're talking about teams in the warmer climate, maybe you have more of an argument going. But these guys, they go to million-dollar facilities, billion-dollar facilities. I mean, 
they're not accustomed to this kind of you know pandemic. Like onto the Kumpa, he doesn't. He doesn't own a hoop either. So it's like they, they literally haven't dribbled the ball, put up a you know put up shots. It's just it's, that's going to make it that much tougher for the, yeah, well, for the league to resume as well. I would be more shocked by this, but I saw the fucking horse competition where people are playing in worse courts than my driveway court. I think my driveway <laughs> court will be like. Much better than like some of these WNBA yeah. players, Trey Young on the yeah. Some of those dudes, stone. some of those dudes got exposed, man. Yeah, Trey Young, I was like, bro, that hoop. That's the same hoop I used to. I, I grew up playing on that hoop. Like, yeah, I have a well, better. How do you have that hoop? Right, you do. You do <laughs> have, have a better hoop. Well then, um, <laughs> that's but, a but, solid hey, point. Hey, the thing about Tatum, the thing about Tatum, I don't necessarily believe that because I do think you don't believe the. That. The Celtics would. I 100% send, believe it. Yo, the Celtics <laughs> would send him a basketball. They can mail him a basketball, okay? If, like, there's no reason for him not to have a basketball. And, like, people are still playing sports. No one's in the gym. You can go to the gym if you're fucking Jason Tatum and you're living in St. Louis and you're the heart and soul of St. Louis basketball, like, no, he's living here, man. He's, what are you talking about? Yeah, I mean, either way. So he's in Boston. There's, no, there's no gyms open. What do you think? He just has the, the keys to the city? You just go to whatever facility he wants to? You don't think that Jason Tatum could be like, hey, Danny, I would like to get some shots up today. Can I use the garden? And Danny would be like, yeah. Use the garden? Use the garden. We could be like, yeah, yeah. just go ahead. Use no. The can I? No, I, I mean. I can't go I mean, into the practice I mean, facility yes, by myself? Yes, I do. I mean, yo. You really think that he would, he has that much pool? This is a pandemic, Sean. Everything is shut down. Okay, everything's shut down. There, there's probably a security guard at the fucking uh, Celtics practice facility. And I'm sure if Tatum wanted to go in and get shots up, they'd be like, okay. Kemba's in there right now getting shots up. Come back in, an, uh, get, come, come in about an hour. Man, no Whatever. one's in there getting shots up, man. No, if, it's they're not not, if they're not... They're to answer your question, no, I, I I don't think that he could get away I, with that. Okay, do you think the Celtics would send him a basketball at least so he could just at least dribble? I mean, I guess, but what use is that? I mean, I don't even think that's a really like I, I'm not worried about Jason Tatum not being able to dribble. Like I'm sure he, he's got that part down. Hey, the only thing I'm worried about, the only thing I'm worried about, which I which I think is going to be more of a thing across the league is. You know how basketball players get. You know how you know how it is. You gotta warm up, man. You gotta you gotta get into real game action and play well for a couple of games to really start to get back to where you are. You know what I mean? Like that, right? And I think that's a big thing for NBA players. I think that's the next step eventually. You know, just to just to be just for allow teams to to practice on their own. But that's gonna obviously be a huge step. We don't know when that next step's gonna be, but I think that's the goal and. The guidelines is going to be tricky, you know. Can they play full on five on five? You know, are we going to have groups? Are they going to be two on twos only at first? You know, we have to wait and see. Yeah, essentially, it's going to be like a little mini pre. Well, stupid ass Trump has anything to do with it. You'll have full five on five practices tomorrow. Say that again without uh, pouring. Have you seen some of the protests, by the way? No, Trump protests. Cool. All right. Last but not least, in case you missed it. Kevin Garnett's been in the news quite a bit since the last time we had it, in case you missed it. It was a whole episode, but it's been a lot since uh, then. Kevin Garnett not only is going to the Hall of Fame, Kevin Garnett not only is getting his number retired by the Celtics, 
But Kevin Garnett is also being asked to have a conversation with Ray Allen. Ray Allen, who was on on the uh, Cedric Maxwell podcast last week. Shout out to you, Sway, for uh, I don't know how you pulled that off, but great, great, great get. Great uh, exclusive yes. interview there. Dope, dope conversation. Now, yeah, it was. Now, the week before, Doc Rivers spoke about how he felt like he failed by getting the big three to reunite at Paul Pierce's jersey retirement ceremony. And I don't know if he, I don't, I don't want to say he guaranteed it, but he just, he just figured that like he can't wait to see Ray Allen at Kevin Garnett's. Ray Allen was like, I don't know why he's, he's saying that, you know, because I haven't had a conversation with Kevin Garnett in quite some time. And it would take possibly a conversation to possibly even go to this ceremony. So Ray obviously talked about many things regarding the uh, big three and the 2008 Celtics championship roster. You can uh, check out some of those. Well, all of the quotes, actually, if you listen to the whole episode on the Cedric Maxwell podcast. Guys, I know, obviously, Sway, you produced the episode. I heard it. Sean Ducha, you heard it as well. Uh, I'll just ask this one one time, one question, and we won't get too much into it. Pretty much, do you see Ray Allen being at Kevin Garnett's retirement ceremony here in Boston? Do I see Ray Allen coming? Uh, maybe, maybe. Um, I think now that it's a big thing and now it's like being publicized, then uh, there's a better chance of it happening. But uh, I mean, if you take if you so here, here's my thing. If you're looking at it, if he's waiting for Kevin Garnett to be like, yo, sorry, bro, that yeah. ain't fucking happening. That so, happen. That's what I, <laughs> I mean. That's why I, I agree with so you. So maybe I don't probably think, not. Probably I don't not. think it's going to happen. You know, it's going to take someone who isn't Kevin Garnett to stroke Ray Allen's ego for Ray Allen to consider maybe going and making an appearance at this thing. But other than that, Kevin's not going to do it. He's not going to just randomly just call him up. Like, yeah, let me see what Ray is up to. And, uh, yeah, he's right. I should should let bygones be bygones. Fuck out of here. He's not going to do that. Like, he's not talking to fucking Glenn Taylor of the, of the, of the Timberwolves who owns the owner because of some shady, shady things that he felt that he did in his last, you know, year and a half of his career. So he's going to talk to Ray Allen. Like, I don't know. That's just. I don't yeah. think it's going to happen. If Ray yeah, Allen does show up at this thing, it's going to be because of something else. Danny or you know, one of the owners of the Celtics. Hell, even fucking Maxwell. Maxwell's talking about like he's hell-bound and making sure that Ray's at this thing, but I don't see it going that way. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Until, um, I think well, however way it goes, we'll be talking about it again. No, definitely. It's just one of this, one of those things that, uh, you know, it's uh, it splits it splits the Celtics fans you know, one way or another in terms of uh, how they feel about the subject. Um, Kevin Garnett obviously did say he didn't want like a, a huge to a huge type of ceremony or even what Paul Pierce got. He just, you know, obviously he agreed to the uh, their ceremony and he wants to keep it simple. So I don't know if he even wants, you know, a lot of people at this thing right. that he used right. to play with. So, and, and if he's got to go out of his way, like you said, to, <laughs> to kind of invite Ray, it's just like no, fuck that. Yeah. For real, yeah. Like I don't understand how Ray doesn't realize that he can just show up to this thing, and that's probably like the best thing to to squash all of this nonsense. Yeah, we'll see, bro. Yeah, so, I don't know. So, what do you think? You think you'll you'll see good old Ray Ray at a KG's retirement ceremony here in Boston? Eddie House going to be there. I don't see it happening. I really don't. I think if the the, the best chance we see these guys reuniting, I think would be at the Hall of Fame. He's inducted. 
Oh, okay. You get a better chance of seeing him show okay. up there than you see him coming into Boston. Because I think Ray's going to think about the ovation, or, or lack thereof, I should say, the way the crowd's going to react. And obviously, he's going to put this all on KG. KG's going to have to come, you know, reaching out to him. Maybe not publicly, but he'd have to reach out personally, or privately, I should say, and, and pretty much ask him to go, which I just don't see him doing that. But maybe he does that for the for the Hall of Fame. You know, I'm sure Paul Pierce will be there, Doc Rivers. You know, I could see Ray coming back. So you think, you think, you think he would show up? He would show up to the to the Hall of Fame, but not to the, the Jersey retirement ceremony. I think either way, if he shows up, it's going to be KG reaching out. And I think if KG reaches out, it's going to be more likely for the Hall of Fame induction than it would be for the the uh, Jersey retirement ceremony. All right, fair enough. And on that note, that will do it for this special quarantine edition of In Case You Missed It here on the Causeway Street Podcast. Yeah, not bad, fellas. Not bad. That wasn't bad. I liked it. Yeah, it was all right. (laughs) (laughs) What we should have done, guys, is wait and binge watch all 10 episodes of the uh, Last Dance documentary and just have like a full-on two-hour conversation. Oh, by the way, I got a bone to pick. I got a bone to pick with Michael Wilbon. This motherfucker has all 10 episodes on his computer, he said yesterday. Oh, he can go fuck off. And he hasn't watched <laughs> one. He just has it sitting on his computer. Because he wants you believe to, that shit? Yeah, because he wants to join in on a conversation on Twitter or wherever when they start talking yeah. about it. That's why. Sounds like, <laughs> sounds like a pansy. No, he said he didn't want to watch it on the computer. He wanted to watch it on his TV, which uh, I say, learn how to use technology, you fucking dumbass. Get an HDMI cable there. Yo, screen mirror. You got fucking millions of dollars. Mirror the fucking screen. That's you know? true. Very true. Well. Yeah, people need to start putting me on to some new documentaries or TV shows, something I can watch, man. I'm all I'm running out of stuff to watch over here. Yo, this new, new life. Not um, used to. You fuck with anime, bro? Oh my god. No, no. no. <laughs> he said it. Hard pass. <laughs> I don't either. I just wanted to see <laughs> what you said. Oh, I was gonna say, I'm surprised that you were gonna bring a, that up. He said, a "Pokemon, gotta catch it all." <laughs> I, I need a new documentary, and then this motherfucker came out and said. You guys watch anime? Yo, yo, what about... He's uh, like, yeah, no, nah, no, nah, me neither, man. Just fucking around. Uh, no, nah, yeah. I just was wondering. Never mind. <laughs> yo, all the seasons of the Rugrats are on fucking Amazon Prime. Just found that out the other day, bro. I don't know about that. I don't think I've yo, reached that point. Yo, but pick if up, I have... Pick up, I have, pick up Ozark. Pick up Ozark again, bro. You'll like it. You and, you and Sean. Yo, Joel, so enough with Ozark, bro. I've heard this out of your mouth every twenty minutes, man. Nah, Jesus, man. not as much, not as much as Sway's, uh, you know, smoke detector keeps beeping. Nah, <laughs> uh, every time I hear, I, I, I swear, every time I hear the smoke detector, I hear Joel saying Ozark, bro. I fucking <laughs> swear. Same rate. Uh, <laughs> that no, that'd be a great right. smoke detector. I'm getting new batteries. I'm out. Yeah. Until next, until next week, new batteries coming up. Papers on all social media platforms <laughs> at Causeway Street and hit up CausewayStreet.com for your uh, updates on COVID 19, you know, the weather, uh, you know, Sean's work schedule. <laughs> we don't stuff. talk about none, none of those things. <laughs> not one of those things did you find on CosmicStreet.com. And, right? and even if they were available, no one, no one would give a shit about. Yo, I'm about to work, post work schedule. I, I'm about to post instructions on how to change your smoke detector batteries. Bro. I'm about to post <laughs> that on the website right now.
<laughs> I literally, he's he out. Just, he literally just, just clocked out. He's like, I'm out. <laughs> Until uh, next time, folks. Later, guys. Peace.